0: Hey, what's up to the point listeners? It's your boy, Chris. This particular episode was from 2021, our very first Rhino X, which our other one just passed. And we had some amazing panelists, great speakers, which we will be turning into podcasts for you to be able to hear. But this one in particular was with my man, Gary Vaynerchuk, came to the very first one and he put on a clinic in the world of social media. So enjoy this episode with my man from Rhino X Numero uno with Gary V.
1: This is
2: to the point. A Rhino Experience, voted
3: one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point.
0: But um, well we're grateful that you're sitting here right now, and these guys are ready to soak up as much knowledge as you can possibly drop. Thank you so much, Elliot. Um, so without further ado, could you guys put your hands together from a man, Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk?
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, you know, given that it's such a small, intimate group, I, uh, I'm completely obsessed with the notion of how to provide the maximum value. So maybe I'll talk about a couple things that from an outside perspective um, I see in opportunities and then hopefully that will ignite some Q and A and things of that nature you know it's it's funny first of all, I'm just so happy to be here being cooped up and not around people for so long it's just it's just very nice. Um, so thanks for being here. Number two, you know some of you may know this, probably the majority don't, but you know I was born in the Soviet Union. I immigrated here when I was three years old, and you know my dad started off as a stock boy in a liquor store making two bucks an hour. And that was kind of the framework of his American dream. And you know eventually, I got to work in that liquor store that he managed and eventually bought. And from 1998 to 2003, I, I built that business from a $3.3 million a year revenue business to a $60 million a year business on, the, on pretty much what I want to talk about here, if I may, which is I pretty much live in this place called Arbitrage City. Arb City, as I like to call it, which is everybody here, there's no shot that anyone's sitting here that doesn't have deep knowledge nor execution to get to a place where they would be able to even be here. People here know their business, run their business. That's, That's a given. And I think all of us have a lot of empathy for each other, whether we're running a very large conglomerate or... A smaller one, there's, it's really a lot of the same reps about retaining talent, grooming talent, training talent, acquiring customers, innovating product. It's, you know, it's actually stunning how simplistic it is. And when I, when I was an early investor in 2006 to Facebook and Twitter and Uber and all these things that I've seen gone from three people to you know, trillion dollar market caps, it really doesn't change a lot of things. The one thing that I feel that I can spend time on here that is not a waste of your time and paying attention to is the idea of how substantial the attention of our end consumers shift and what it means to our business really means, right? So when I come here and I know I'm doing this talk and I do a glance over this week on crossing some T's and I's to make sure I don't say things here that aren't right or don't land. I can't believe that if tomorrow I decided to enter this business that the first place I would spend the majority of my marketing spend would be on LinkedIn and then I also know, because I've done enough homework, how few people have really gone there, comma, a lot of people in this room have lived through tasting the Google Ads arbitrage and the Facebook arbitrage over the last decade And when I understand what's happening in LinkedIn right now, which for all of us started off as a recruiting resume platform, but now has become a social network that everyday people are on, and it's a better math arbitrage because of the organic reach than Facebook is, than Twitter is, that's like a micro, micro nuance within your world that has the ability to impact your business day to day once you really start understanding that. That is basically what I spend 100% of my time on, which is the notion of, where is the actual end consumer's attention? What's the price for that? I'm on Check, test,
0: test, 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 test.
3: There's a power down. I'll try to go loud, because I try to maximize value. Check. Um no, try it. Try sorry, it. I'll, go, I'll go loud until um, they get this. So you know, so for me. Check, test. It's not it's not super complicated like Hey, check,
0: check, test, test, test.
3: Even if you're sitting in this room trying to sell your company, raise capital. It's working. Take, it's working. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Um Not just fashionable, but sharp. Um, (laughs) Debating to do a SPAC because there's an opportunity there or trying to convert your organization into a franchise business instead of an individual basis. If I had the luxury, which would be remarkable and I hope to maximize this when I bounce around the tables tonight, it's pretty consistent that regardless of what you say you are up to and you want to happen The single most important variable for that success, in my opinion, in today's environment, where so many things have been commoditized, besides people's attention, ability to consume something, and then make a decision on whether that's who they're gonna vote for, what they believe, or where they're gonna spend their money, if you really understand what's happening with the blockchain right now, and I'm sure at this point, NFTs and Bitcoin have hit your radar, and I see some good laughs, right? like it, you know, that's fine, but that's like 1995 internet talk where people were looking for the gold rush and pets.com and all that stuff, but if you understood what was happening in 95 and what the internet really meant, and here we are, right, 26 years later, if you understand what decentralized server blockchain means, it's a very big deal. Not like a little deal, like a, will there be sovereign nations in 50 years, big deal? And for me, those are heady fucking conversations that people struggle getting excited about, because like, what does that actually mean to me today? Where I get excited, especially, you know, uh, it's funny, I'm, I wish we had, I have goosebumps right now, let me tell you why. This is my favorite setting. We're in an operating conversation Unfortunately for me, I'm in a world where I have a lot of settings I speak in and the only place I feel cozy the way I do right now is with other operators because you could talk practical. I started with something so mundane. Hey, every fucking person in here, please spend more money on LinkedIn ads. Your business will go up. Super boring, not super profound for whatever fucking hype I had coming up here. But to me, it's an important one because you can do something with it. And I think the thing you can do something with, and I'd love to get into the Q&A of this, is this is the greatest era of attention arbitrage. It's why all the weird shit is happening. The reason every day, whether in politics, business, culture, fame, your kids, the reason every day everyone's like, fuck, there seems to be a lot of shit going on, has nothing to do with COVID. This was happening for a decade before that and will happen forever the attention of our society is fragmenting in a way that's very different than Walter Cronkite driving down what you believe in your mouth to the whole country and everybody saw it the same way. This is a very, very, very special time in human history that is only, if you're a good history student, only rivaled by when the printing press came out and completely, everybody here lives life from religion down because of the printing press. Like, you know, I don't know how many history nerds are in here, I failed every fucking class because I was an entrepreneur, but history, and later I realized why, it's because I love pattern recognition because that's how I make all my money. The printing press changed everything, everything. The internet, and especially now that we're at the communications layer of the internet, is changing everything, every rule you know that we grew up with is vulnerable. On a much less heady version of what I just said, the financial opportunity of being good at creating pictures, videos, and written words and understanding where to distribute them is the singular binary vulnerable variable of who's gonna win and lose. And it's playing out every day. And so that's why baseball as a sport is in deep shit compared to the NBA and UFC because if you look at what they did the last 15 years, they created something called BAM and decided they were gonna monetize every digital piece of asset. And so every 70 year old baseball team owner loved them and said we were Bob Bowman was brilliant because they got a fat check in the short term. But the problem was, since you couldn't find any of their content on the internet for the last decade on YouTube or Instagram or anywhere else, Mike Trout, who is the best baseball player in baseball today and maybe one of the five best of all time and is a good looking dude and a great dude, could walk down Madison Avenue right now naked and nobody would know who the fuck he is. They, they won on short term economics, they lost on the attention arbitrage game and that will play out and is absolutely the demise of their economics over the long term. So... I believe that the one thing that connects all of us and I know I got educated there's different people in different places in there da, 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 da. the one thing we all connect with all of us the production company that's throwing this on me everybody is what is our skill set on arbitraging consumer attention because I'm helping companies I'm involved with sell their company to a private equity firm by running 45 pieces of Instagram content excuse me LinkedIn content every day Against the decision makers of the private equity firms that we want to buy it. I will. You want to sell your company, go start making content on LinkedIn and run ads against employees of the companies that are most likely to buy your company. When I, and I, I really appreciate that little moment because I've lived a life for the last decade where. I think people have thought this was a nuance, social media marketing, where people believe this was a nuance. I do believe that our political climate in America over the last five to seven years has made people think differently about all of it, privacy, social, network, we, you know. It's kind of irrelevant to me where people sit on like, if you watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix and you have a feeling or an opinion, technology laughs in everybody's face. It will continue to do what it's gonna do. I'm a big believer that when there's a tidal wave, that you need to figure out how to build the best surfboard and ride the fucking wave. I think most people, especially when they're successful, which is why a meeting like this always excites me, tend to be more interested in putting their head in the sand and this is their overall strategy. I think people think they have moats, financially or strategically, but underestimate what happens when the world's moving as fast as it is and the impact is is as great. And that leads to heavy opportunity and tremendous vulnerability. Google is considering in their next chapter to buy up businesses to compete with everybody that runs ads on their platform. Let's talk about it. Google, as it continues to look to monetize and make more money, is debating to buy Companies in categories, own them, and only run them. That's probably bad for some people in here that like Google Ads. (laughs) That's real life. That's not ha-ha-ha, that's real life. That may not happen, but what they're doing, just to give you an insight, is they're looking at the economic arbitrage. And if they don't get enough ad revenue, profitability against it, they'll just take it. So like, there's just so much going on, which leads me to what I'll leave with, and then I really, really, really wanna go into Q&A. And by the way, if the question is complete left field because you have context to me or any, and you wanna go in a different direction, or if there's anything on your mind, I, I really obsess over the responsibility of giving a talk like this, so please, let's go anywhere. But you know, the one thing that is true in time is that the written word audio and video Make people think and do shit. And we're living in such an amazing time. Like, obviously, with our relationship, and it's been amazing to watch this team execute. Like, thank you for the nice words, but, like, I meet a lot of people. A lot of people work with us and talk to us. Most don't execute because it's not easy. When you're innovating, it's intuitively, you know, when I say, I'll never forget when you two and the rest of your team was. say, I'm like, you need a podcast. You know, that's not like the answer two and a half years ago that feels normal. But I believe it because I believe who over, actually you know what, I'm gonna wrap it with this and let's go into Q and A. There is a reason that every time in the last hundred years there has been a coup in a country that the military goes and takes the TV station and the newspaper first. That's what I want you to do, whether you give a shit about a 30 mile radius in Alabama or if you give a shit about the entire country. I want you to take the newspaper and the television network and if you understood how real that statement is, you would do it yesterday. Thank you.
0: Thank you for that call, Google. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're gonna do is I told you all uh, earlier today is we were going to ask the questions on behalf of you, but then after talking to Gary, I think he would rather it come from you. If you don't remember your questions, then or, you better find or, something else. Or
3: if you have a new one.
0: Or if you have a new one, ask us. Just raise your hand, and we'll pass the mic around, and you can ask Gary your questions. Who wants to go first? All right, Mr. Leland Smith.
4: I'm a little slow, so um, hey, I lo- love what you just said. Thank you, sir. Dominate. I, you might have used a different word. TV, I like, I like dominate, dominate TV and newspaper. Yes. Explain that in detail. Me. I will. For, for a an heating and air conditioning company. Yes. My thought is thinking, I'm going to flood the cash and own it. Is that what you're talking about? Or is there a different way?
3: There's a different way. Keep the mic Leland because I want to go back and forth because the sure. context matters. So for me, I think of everything as the cost of attention against it. So for example, the number one best ad in the world, one man's humble opinion, who has got a good track record and spends billions of dollars in advertising for big companies, is the Super Bowl. Yep. If you can afford $13 million to run a Super Bowl spot and you have a national business, there's nothing even close. No, all my favorite digital shit that I pray to the religion of doesn't come close because you get half of America consuming it and you're in the game. Right. After that, Leland... Here are the things at scale. Let's talk about Facebook ads. Actually, let's do this. Facebook ads. Who here, by show of hands, is happy with the way their Facebook ad program is going? Let's start with that. Raise your hand. Good. So this is really good. Co- I'll tell you why this is exciting to me. So first of all, I appreciate the candor and the you know, thank you. That to me has my spidey senses shitting its pants. I'm like this group should be spending an ungodly amount of money on Facebook because 39 to 72-year-olds make a ton of decisions on what they use in your world on Facebook. What it means is the following. A, you've done some Facebook, but because it's branding and sales, not just sales like Google, you didn't like how the math looked, and you doubled down on Google, and you didn't understand that it was your videos and pictures that sucked, not Facebook. Like, for example... Right, Like, but but here's an important point. A basketball's ROI for LeBron James is gonna end up being billions of dollars. For me, it's negative $4,000 because I've had two surgeries on my knees. The tool's not fucked up, you're fucked up. So when I hear that no Facebook hands in this group, it gets me going Leland because I'm like fuck, that's huge. There's some real money on the table for this group because what right now they're doing is they're paying a toll booth called Google to get intent leads, which were great when I did it for my daddy's wine shop in 2000, right. but is now a very different price point with the things that I just referenced looming. So what I think about is, the, is that. So LinkedIn is fucking out of control. If any of you were doing, if any of you were courting residential developers to get bulk business instead of a one-off, you should be living on LinkedIn. And by the way, when I really talk to real business owners in settings like this, understand the follow-up of this is 15 hours of education. Like I, I hope this to be a seed, but when you think about it, if 15 hours of you and I don't and I'm not talking about you're going to outsource it to your niece or your I want you to know it because once you know it, Leland, it starts playing out in M&A, it starts right. playing out in SPAC, it like it goes big, big. So, what do I mean? I mean, in the coup days of you know, Eastern Europe and TV and print. In today's day, it's called social networks, right. right? So what I want everybody here to be is the best at Facebook, LinkedIn. There's a Google product where you can run pre-roll YouTube ads against what people searched on Google. What's good about that is when you get a lead from Google, you're getting it where your brand looks like blue letters. You're not building any brand, you're a sales whore. When you do it as a video on YouTube, it's your brand. Nike isn't getting my business because they caught me on a portal, or I'm a good SEO guy. Nike's getting my business because they built a brand. And yours, and yours, right? And yours, right? And so I just think that there's so much money to be made because what's crazy, Leland, is this. The cost of direct mail outdoor billboards, right. radio, print, a sales team, versus, and I'm talking perfect execution there, versus perfect execution on LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, that world, it's not even a fair fight. Wow! This is 10, 20, 50, 100x that. And then more importantly, because there's some big boys and girls in this room, when you understand that machine, because this is the machine that has changed our entire globe. The American, Russian, Indian, like the world right now has a rise in nationalism because of social networks. This is changing everything. So that's what I'm referring to. I want to get everybody here great at making the pictures and the videos and running the media against those that creates hyperscale. Procter & Gamble is a big client of mine. Right. Olay, very big brand, publicly announced that they no longer were gonna sell direct to consumer and they were only gonna sell on Amazon because they can't figure it out. I of course saw an opportunity that was exciting for me. I met the main dude, talked to him, I said, Give me one at bad at it. It's now we just won Gillette's business, which is in the same family like I think people don't understand there's different levels of being good at something. I love when I meet business people like Gary, I have a marketing agency. What you're ten times more expensive. I'm like Yes, and you have an HVAC company, and so does my friend Don, and his does 180000 a year. There's different levels of being good at this shit. Right. This is the most important game in the world.
4: Love it. Thank, thank, you, thank sir. you, sir. Appreciate you. it
0: All of this with SmartAC.com. You've got to check it out now. Okay, anybody else? Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Oh, shit. You let me walk all the way around.
3: Okay, that's a very lazy statement.
1: I know. Okay, so to to what you just said, right? I have 280 billboards in Southern California. Love. Right?
3: Is your face on it? No. Huge mistake.
1: Next Gen Air only, just literally just Next XGN. I like his face. I'm to give him some right? I know go I'm, ahead, I'm good. Set. It matches the shoes. So, um, we capture everything on Google, right? A ton of branding on it. So, how do I make the transition to go into get a, a the, capture all that on Facebook? Well,
3: you're doing two things. What's interesting, you're doing Google to capture, to capture, to capture the fish. Th- to cap- so you're saying to me, your strategy is I'm going to build a ton of awareness through outdoor media. Yep. Yep. and then I'm going to pay Google a VIG to just collect it. Both. No, no, not both. B- you're building brand on billboards, and then you're willingly paying a VIG to a toll booth called Google to capture what you did there. Okay. Cool. Now, that bullshit billboard thing you're doing, just do that directly on Facebook and pay no VIG.
1: Okay. How yep. long before you, be, uh, and, and this is, because I'm, getting the, because, because I'm getting the right ROI in my, and it's finally making it. sense. And, 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 and I'm finally make, uh, I'm making money on the mix I have right now. How long do I go on the Facebook to start capturing and not pay Google, right? Clearly,
3: be- because it took you a while. How long did it take you to get that mix right? Five years. Right. So as you can imagine, I'm not fucking the genie from Aladdin. You yes. Know, it's not. You should be, by the way. <laughs> it's not going to take you two minutes. You'll all appreciate this. You could make one video that will make the math work better.
1: I have a ton of them. But you could also
3: have 987 that don't. Got it. Right? So it. the creative is the variable. It's like commercials. Just do it. Where's the beef? Guys, where's the beef in 1984 changed Wendy's business forever? One commercial. So the creative is the variable. But here's what I can tell you. You are paying a tax. Got it. So once you figure out how to make videos and pictures on Instagram, Facebook, and other platforms, you won't pay twice.
1: Even though it makes sense, even though the numbers are telling me it makes sense?
3: Of course, because the numbers can be better. Got it. Oh, by the way, I can run ads as your competitor. You spend a ton of money on billboards, Yep. I'm your competitor, and I'm gonna buy on Google and drive you up to capture, because I'm gonna buy against your keyword. Got it. Yes, you do. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys are feeding Google stock price.
0: Who's next? <clears throat> Who's next?
3: Which is fine, by Mom the way. One say. of the weird hedges you might want is to buy Google's stock. It'll make you feel better about the dumb decision you're making.
2: So, so Gary, Gary, I yes, suck sir. at advertising.
3: Yeah, but you have 137 years of legacy, my man. Yeah,
2: I do. So, <laughs> to go to Facebook and to do that, we've we've started creating a content like you. And organic or paid? Organic.
3: Okay. And so, stop we're right ta- there. That. Well, just because I want to make points that will help everyone. Nothing I talk about is about organic. Because organic you can't control, and a lot of people here are regional businesses. Who gives a shit if you have 900 likes if they're in Florida and you're selling HBAC in Iowa? So just keep that in mind, but keep going.
2: So in the organic organic, uh, of Facebook, what would be the best thing? I mean, would it be to make... Nothing. Don't do it. Don't do Facebook. No,
3: no. Do Facebook. Run ads on every single piece of content you put out. Okay. Run it on a 20-mile radius of your business. Okay. Because organic, you're just appeasing metrics that mean nothing to our bottom lines. If you were Coca-Cola, I would think about it differently because then every awareness mattered.
4: Okay. I know there's a
3: couple of major players that have more. They could have a different organic strategy. For the 90% of us, we have to run paid against everything because we have to localize it because we're local businesses.
2: So create the Super Bowl advertisement for Facebook and just pump it out and just keep pumping it out. And the
3: way that I think you're saying it, yes, like what the Super Bowl and Facebook have in common is the attention is underpriced for what you're spending for it. What the Super Bowl and Facebook have in common is if you make a shitty video, it's not going to matter. I got you. What Facebook has that the Super Bowl doesn't have is you have 900 at-bats on Facebook. You have one in Super Bowl.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much.
3: Travis. And then so and, and I apologize, Travis, yeah. and brother, you pound 137 years down their throat, because tr- in this world, trust, right? Oh, yeah. People are scared to get fucked. I'm pounding, my whole video will be like 137 years. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Click here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you got some
3: old photos, I got horse and buggy. let's fucking go with the horse and buggy. <laughs> go ahead, my man.
4: Uh, As you were talking about Google uh, buying up some of the businesses and the spaces, what are the biggest threats that you see for us as heating and air conditioning contractors in our industry coming from tech and other places?
3: That tech companies for expansion of revenue decide to get into service. I mean, real estate agents have to be very, very concerned. Like, we're inches away from Amazon and Google. Like, they're going to need new revenue streams. Now, again... I'm pumped for three or four of the big players here who need to just build contemporary brands because they're going to be the people that those tech companies buy, and they're going to make a lot of money. For the rest of us, you need to build brand because brand is the only thing that's indispensable.
4: So then would you want to be joining that large company and getting it in a piece, or would you want to start building your own?
3: One more time, I want to understand. So when you, you say said that
4: the, the, the large companies are going to be bought up by tech. Yes. So would you rather roll into one of those large <sighs> companies, or do you want to start...
3: It's unlikely that that large company is going to allow you to gain the economic... Because they're going to pay you to buy you out for their consolidation to that exit. I think that comes down to where you are in your life cycle. The only, the only time to sell a company is when you're finished. Mm. You're tired. Or you need cash. You want cash. I don't know what... like. For me, there's two games. We were just talking about this with a good sized group, but not all of you. Fearing going out of business as the reason to sell is a very interesting psychology to me. Because for me, I love business so much that I'd rather make less money but still be the boss and do my shit. I don't wanna go down. But I think selling, your question's challenging for me because it's such a, it's like parenting. There's principles I believe in, Mm -hmm. but then I am not in the business of telling anybody how to parent their kids. Same with business. There's principles I believe in, like selling a good business is always about, like those kind of things, but I don't know all of your lives. You know, here's a good reason to sell a business. Your parents get terminally ill, and you want to spend the last year with them, and that's how you're gonna, Like, but that's for me, other people, listen, it's a good idea to sell a business for a lot of money before it collapses in value. But I think the thing that I'm talking about, I don't expect Google or Amazon or anything like that nature to come and start an HVAC business tomorrow. I think it's just always good because there's a lot of youngsters in here. Even the OGs in this room aren't retiring tomorrow. I think it's always good to know what the fuck is going on so you can strategize. For example, I'm not telling you that Google and all these companies are doing this so that you think about selling, though I'm sure some of the people here would love for you to sell. You know, I'm telling you because it's good to build brand on every channel so that you're not vulnerable to one channel. Diversify, like do not let anyone have leverage, period. And when you're spending 70, 80% of your marketing budget on something, you got a problem. Especially when I know 98% of the people also don't know the details of that. You may know what the CAC and the LTV is, but you don't know the nuances you're an Excel sheet player I'm in the dirt yes sir
1: back to uh, ish the outdoor guy is there is there not an argument that uh, as you think about digital and digital results yep you know obviously outdoor, media's brand building, TV's brand, radio's brand. Yep. Not necessarily call to action, make the phone ring today. Yep. Doesn't that marketing really ultimately contribute significantly to the results of your digital campaign?
3: Yes, I believe in branding more than I believe in sales. I just know that branding is done better in digital than it is in traditional. Yeah, I'm actually... Notice what I said to him, 137, 137. It's like in the... This is why I love Q&A. We're going into the details. I... I want you to run Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and not look at the CAC and the LTV. Because guess what? His math on the CAC and the LTV on the billboard is dirty. It's a blended rate paying the toll booth. To, so I love your question. I believe in brand over everything. You ready for this? I don't look at any of my numbers. None, swear to God, because I'm doing brand. I can feel it that I'm building brand. So you're absolutely right, sir. I, my argument, which has been a brain fuck in Madison Avenue, is brand is being built on YouTube and Facebook and Spotify and these other places not on television. Who the fuck is watching regular TV commercials? Who, who? There's some old fuckers in here, they're not even watching it. <laughs> There's not a fucking person on earth watching a regular television commercial. Netflix and Hulu, have e- the OTT's eaten up the majority and then even if you watch sports or some show for some reason, the second it goes to commercial, you're grabbing your phone Guys, billboards are half, on a good day, half as valuable as they were 15 years ago. There's not a passenger on earth that's not looking at their phone. Billboard prices have gone up 13.5% on average over the last 10 years. The consumption of them have been cut in fucking half. Half the people driving are looking at their phone.
1: And now you have digital, you're up there for seconds. They're not static anymore.
3: Ready for this? I've done outdoor. I buy outdoor from my dad's liquor store in Jersey on the Jersey Turnpike. When it's remnant and it's a thousand bucks instead of fifteen thousand, and I bought zero digital banner, ad, uh, d- digital outdoor in my career zero. Because the continuity matters. Give me that fucking vinyl. What if I free, free, fucking, I'll do anything for free. <laughs> <laughs> but is it free or is it? Here's some free pieces when you bought the other shit because the actual value is amortized.
1: So, so to your to your comment right now, if, if you're getting a billboard for a $900,000 a billboard, four to 500,000 uh, impressions a week, right? You're not getting four to 500,000 uh, Okay, That's what they're are, selling you. If you are, that $1,000 billboard, would you still do it?
3: Yes, but I 100% know that you're not getting that. I know how they do reporting on Outdoor. They, okay. they multiply how many cars drive on the highway and multiply by seven until you get all the views. I think common sense should come back into fashion.
1: Yes. Am I asking a question? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, left field question here. Uh, you talked about crypto and blockchain, Yes. and with the recent stimulus packages that have been <laughs> processed, and, yes. and inflation that's taking place. Uh, if you had cash on the sidelines, what would you be investing in?
3: Um, Michael Jordan, 1986-87 Fleer rookie card, PSA 10. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's, it's about $400,000 right now, and it's the most guaranteed million dollar asset that I know of in the earth. And I bought Bitcoin in 2014, and I bought Ethereum in 2016, and I bought 54 CryptoPunks for a million dollars a month ago, and I do lots and lots of things, and the number one thing I would buy is a Michael Jordan 1986-87 FLIR PSA 10. There's only 317 in existence, and what I know, which is why I gave you that answer, is you have a whole group of generational wealth in 20, 30, and 40-year-olds who have no interest in investing in the stock market or in real estate, and will be putting their money in alternative investments, because it gives them social currency and clout, not just investment opportunities, and that's more interesting than telling somebody that they own a piece of property in Tucson, Arizona.
1: (laughs) We we don't claim Tucson, Arizona, though.
3: Fair enough, respect.
1: You can drop the mic right there.
3: But I think what I think is interesting about my insight, because that's a very narrow answer to something that I want to get everybody to understand, this is the greatest era of change in the way people think about things, and there's a lot of smart people in here, and spending 20, 50, 100 hours to get educated versus reading one headline or three, deciding it doesn't benefit you in the short term, and then shitting on it is the strategy that I think matters.
0: Gary, um, you talked about you know, the YouTube, the the Facebook and stuff like that. What's going to benefit my business the most to start a podcast, start a YouTube channel to start, you know, obviously Facebook marketing. That's, that's a given, but is, is a podcast or YouTube really going to propel my business?
3: Since you didn't raise your hand for Facebook crushing, I would take the 10 hours of really learning pictures, videos on Facebook, Facebook scale and impacting local. And when I say local, since I sit in fucking fortune 500 land, I'm talking if you do less than a hundred million in revenue, Facebook is your fucking jam. Which is wild, right, because it's so out of fashion. It's this, Facebook's in this crazy place. It's not cool with the kids, right? It's not cool with the kids. But the OG business people here don't look at it as traditional, they look at it as new. They look at outdoor radio, right? So it's in this funny middle spot. But like, I'm a very active investor and the companies that I see going from two to a hundred million in revenue and I see this all the time, this is what I do for a living, too. They're all doing it on Facebook and Instagram. This, I'm not guessing up here. Uh, You know, I'm scared, this is all being recorded. I'm not looking to ruin my reputation. I'm only talking about shit that I've seen with my own two fucking eyes. I don't give a fuck about Facebook. Let Facebook die tomorrow, give a fuck. I care about my reputation. So the words coming out of my mouth is, I see it in business. I'm not a techie. I didn't own a computer until I was 18 years old. I hate nerds. I just like business.
0: So I should just dive right into Facebook. Yes. 110% yes. everything I got. Don't 15 even...
3: hours of education before you spend a dollar. Okay. 15 hours. I don't know how you learn, read, watch YouTube videos, but understand that you can target. Brother, where are you? What market? Baltimore? Yeah, Baltimore. Bro, all of your, half your content should reference the Ravens against Ravens fans who make $100,000 a year and are 48 years old and likely to own a house. One, one fucking Lamar Jackson joke leads to three leads. Right. Context, con- volume. I, the size of the companies here, for my knowledge, I'm talking about 35 different ads a week. Right. Most people haven't done one ad a year.
0: hmm So with with going all in the Facebook, I shouldn't even, for branding purposes, I shouldn't even worry about a podcast or YouTube.
3: Well, listen, that goes to a different game called ambition, Mm. right? I do everything because I'm trying to buy the New York Jets. I don't know you well enough, but just figuring out Facebook ads is only an hour. Once you get the 15 hours in, it's only a couple hours. I want you to do a podcast, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, like I want you to go as hard as, it's like working out. 10 push push-ups are fine. They're not as good as two hours in the gym every day mixing up your regimen, right? Right. So, I think, you know, you asked me a very specific question that I wanted to nail, right? Because I, again, because I want everybody to leave and send the Rhino team like, fuck, that was the best conference ever. Not only was it intimate and cool, but I took something away and it really helped my business six months later, I know for a fact that Facebook ads done right will break and beat everything you do. Because you can do brand and sales.
2: Hey there. Um, So we all make pretty good money when we figure out KPIs. Average ticket, uh, conversion rate, uh, CAC, and then the um, booking rate. Yep. So these guys all here, I know these guys are doing 20% plus, uh, usually. So EBITDA, you add it all up. These guys, I I don't know about you guys, but I got more jobs than I could handle. I can make the phone ring off the hook. I can get 20,000 jobs a month, literally in the garage industry. Okay. I think everybody here is having a bigger problem getting good, awesome employees. Okay. And I know they live on social media, too. And I really don't care how to get more leads. I can make the phone, uh, literally we can't keep up with the phone calls. So... Obviously you care about average ticket and yep. I tell, yesterday I was in a pretty big forum and they said, how much should I spend in marketing? I said zero. Cause if you're not booking the calls, if you're not getting a good conversion rate, your average ticket's not right. And you guys, you're, you're, you, there's a lot of things that go into this. So when we talk about it's, serious. It's
3: so, it's so funny when you said that, I'm sorry to interrupt. Literally my brain, when you were like, asked that question, my answer was all of it. Because we're both saying the same thing, which is get, get it right and then go. So I understand what you're saying.
2: Well, the deal is, is uh, we're essential. We found that out when COVID hit, we didn't know. We all were like, shit, we gotta lay people off. What are we gonna do? I thought I was gonna be back in the field maybe, who knows, I was gonna be fixing garage doors. You know, we got a lot of employees, but I was like, no matter what, this company's gonna live on. Yep. There could've been tanks down the street, I would've still been fixing garage doors. Respect. But now, there's millions and millions of busboys, bartenders, there's uh, everybody that worked at a hotel. They're everywhere. They're out there, and I think the biggest thing is that who here doesn't need any employee? Who here doesn't need one or two or 20 or 50? Do you guys really need more jobs? Are you guys like, "Oh my god, we don't have jobs." Does anybody not have jobs? We need Oh, if you need more, may, maybe maybe you want more. But I, we all need a ton of great employees, and we talked a lot about recruiting earlier, you know, on the How's uh, your
3: How's your retention?
2: It's great over three months because it's performance Mm pay. So when they start out, we create an environment that you're going to quit because uh, if you suck, you quit. Yep. If you do really good. You know, an average CSR for me that does makes $23.
3: And where are you recruiting from?
2: Oh, that's it's kind of like where we're getting leads from. Um, What's the big question you got, brother? Hit it with the question. Well, the number one question is, well, he just asked me a question. I mean, the question is where – I don't think there's one answer to this, but I'm just curious – Where do you think we should be finding employees? We're talking about marketing, we're talking about social media, where's the best spot to find our avatar of the perfect employees and usually that's technicians.
3: What's interesting about this is that they both play in the same game of the the creative is the variable, right? So the attention arbitrage, whether you wanna be the mayor of your town or get more employees or get more customers, That game is very simple. It's called the seven leading social networks. What is more difficult, which is why there's still a huge variable, is the skill set to make the content that gets people to do it. The reason I like podcasting is because you become the home of information. So if you were to start a podcast that's talking overall about service businesses or short term financial arbitrage or whatever it might be, You have a hub that you keep feeding from. What's really cool about having a podcast is you start chopping the clips, you run ads. Uh, I will tell you, back for everybody again, here's a really good nuance one. Facebook Groups is a very good place to go. Tommy, like Facebook Groups, you can keep the mic with him just in case we add on. Facebook Groups is a good place, but my intuition, brother, is that it's not about you spending more money on the mix to get employees or these partners. It's about the creative. The creative is always the variable of success. If you're super ugly dude with no cash and you go to the bar and you ask 900 times for a date, your ratio is not as good. The creative wasn't as good. You took 900 at bats, the creative is the variable. Your pictures and videos and words and copy I think you take a photo of yourself with those shorts and you fucking just fucking win. I think so too. But, but I, think, I think what if, if we were partners and you're like, all right, tough guy, you bought into my company, we're partners, I expect results, I would test a thousand different video and picture messages against persuading. Think about this, you said something very smart. Soon the stimulus checks, you know, because I laughed when you said they're all out there, nobody's out there. They're getting paid so much to stay home, they're not out there. Soon they'll be out there in a real way. If you make a picture that the video starts with, hey, did you used to work in the hotel business? You're perfect for us. That's gonna work on people that worked in the hotel business. If you make that same, me and D D-Rock, when I do shit, we'll sit down, I'm like, hey, Detroit, blah, blah, blah. And then we run ads to Detroit and then people that see it are like, I'm from Detroit, no shit. You need to do that same version. It's the creative in the places that you're attacking. What's amazing about digital that's different than print and outdoor and radio is you get so many more creative at bats because you can run ads, $80 ad against, hey, hotel employees, and if you don't like the early math, it scales, you kill it. But if you hit something, you spend $800,000 on it. In the same way that you're like, fuck, I don't need new business, I need employees, my brain went to a different version of that, which is like, you need more creative.
2: Yeah, so I'll just finish with this Please. and then I'll pass it on. Is uh, We make a lot of videos. You know, I do have a podcast. Awesome. Um, the, some of the people on here have been on it. Um, what I've been trying to do is spend $5 on every ad. And then there's certain ones that go berserk and then we throw 100 bucks at it and then the views go crazy. That's, and it adds, that's
3: brand building.
2: But, but it has done well. I mean, I got to tell you, it's, the, the social media has probably been the best aspect other than my best employees going on and getting people. So I'm a can, big believer. Can I give in you, you a
3: real good one? You just yeah, triggered something? Yeah, I want to
2: trigger a lot. That's why I'm still good. asking Good. And
3: by the way, I'm here for it, which is why I asked them for more Q&A time. I'm a huge fan of this. Using digital to create personal. So if I'm you, based on what I just heard, I'm running a ton of ads on a free 200-person seminar to talk business and in your industry let people RSVP through a very good filter that lets you pick who you want and then two nights a week you have 200 entrepreneurial characters in a conference hall and you're closing them. I'm using digital ads to run to get to position a bigger thing because you're going to win twice. You're going to notar- get customers but if you're like, look, I'm putting on a Q&A, this, literally this, locally at the hotel lobby, whatever the fuck you decide to do it, I'm here to recruit people for my company, comma. You know what you call it? Selfish, selfless con. I'm here because I need more fuckers to work for my company, but I'm also gonna answer any question you have because I build a successful business. Boom, that's it. I think you can crush that. I'm a huge fan of using digital to lead to dinners and little gatherings to then close. Too many people try to close just in the digital environment. I think leading it to an event where you have a good RSVP where you can filter, you can even take submissions, ask a couple questions, you probably have plenty of learnings and pattern recognitions of what might work. So keep that in mind too.
2: I love that. So Thank an event? Me. Okay.
3: Real quick though. Based on it's, you know, your hunger excited me. Seems like you need a lot of people. I'm doing it twice a week.
2: Great. Thank you very much. You're I appreciate that. Of
3: course, brother. Oh, there's got to be other questions. I'm very into 101 because I know there's like, might be as simple as like, my competitor did something good on this. What is that? Like, you know. So yes, sir.
1: I um I heard Tommy said it, or somebody in here say about um for the for the first time there's the millennials are outpacing buying home to the yep boomers or whatever. yep um and 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 besides social media, how do you capture their
3: attention? There's this cool thing. It's called social media. <laughs> Bro, t- I mean, there's, social media's a loose term. How? You could start a Twitch channel. How? You can get serious about TikTok. Here's my thing. When I go into these things, I systematically go operational and practical. The fact that not one hand went up here of it being ecstatic about Facebook, I can't worry about TikTok and Twitch when this group hasn't milked the shit out of the largest platform of advertising. So no Yelp, no Google reviews, GMBs, none of that? You'll appreciate this. I'm up for whatever, but until you realize how fucking good the Facebook thing is, got it? I, don't, I want you to, you don't have the context of how big that is to juxtapose why Yelp should go to 1%. There's not a millennial that gives a fuck about Yelp in America. It's a dying brand. Well, cynicism around anonymous reviews are through the roof. Every millennial has a friend that works at an agency that writes fake reviews on Google reviews. There's the game is always consumer behavior. You know these things matter. And here's my point. None of the thing. I don't mind if you have a Yelp and Google review strategy, I'm for it. Do it. Just for the value of this talk, really understand what's happening on Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube. Then you can decide. But everybody always says the same thing. But Gary, you don't get it in our industry. I'm like, "Okay." All of a sudden, our industry. It's this is human. Let me tell you why. I'm trying to set you up for the next thing. In the next half decade, the way you buy OTT commercials on Hulu and all these other platforms, whether Netflix does it or not, is going to be the same way you buy Facebook ads. So then everybody here is going to be on television and effectively. But if you don't go through what Tommy needs to go through, which is understanding the creative variable, you're not going to be good at it because when you run an OTT ad on Hulu, or on Crackle or on Peacock or Paramount or as it all evolves, you won't know what to do because most service industries, one intent, Google. Doesn't take a fucking hero when somebody types in, I need an air conditioner. Congratulations, you're fucking amazing. That's not talent, that's paying tax. Brand micro spending on brand. Whether building your personal brand, if you're swaggy, or you got good shorts, or whether you're introverted and want to build a brand, I don't care what you do, but you have to build a brand. Because brand is the game, but it's cheaper, I will use that word, than ever to be able to do it. You just have to be good at it. Because you can waste, I know unlimited people that waste their money on YouTube, and Facebook, and Instagram all day long. Because they just go for likes, or reach, there's no strategy, they don't understand the creative variable. they don't understand that, a Google, that an Instagram real ad does better than a lot like you have to be educated. Go figure like everything else. You know how you make fun of people that talk about shit that you really know super well and they think it's so simple, and you laugh, that's how I feel about marketing.:
4: Yeah, you just touched on it. Um, where is OTT stack up? against the the social stuff we are
3: talking about. It's gonna gonna matter, man. It's still early. Hulu's a good spot. But it's nowhere close to being as important as it's gonna be in about three years. What I like is I want all of you to take advantage of that world before Coca-Cola and BMW goes off. Right now it's good because the big companies are still wasting money on TV. Wait till that Coca-Cola and BMW money comes to this game. It already has-ish, but when it, which is why, like, you nailed it. I want you to get good at pre-roll YouTube and Facebook video because then I want you to take the 201 course to OTT and get that three years before the big brands come because you'll make a lot of money.
4: So, so you talk about um, building a brand. Yes, sir. What, what would you consider building a brand? Like, is it your logo? Is it your tagline? Is it who you are? Like, yep. Give me some, like...
3: You nailed it. Yeah,
4: so that's... I that's, just want people
3: to know who you are. I, you know what I want? What town are you in?
4: Uh, I'm in multiple states. Great. Uh, southeast.
3: Perfect. Give me one, state or city. Tennessee. Good. I want everybody in Tennessee, when they call their sister and say, I have a problem, they say, you should go with...
4: so it just it just really depends on your logo, your brand, your tagline. It kind of kind of all goes together. Yeah, you know what's funny? It needs to be a household name.
3: To the best of your ability and what's so great about digital marketing is you don't have to, you know, he's guessing on outdoor billboards if it's working. He can't test it. I can't either. It's not like we're running 400 different creative things on the billboard and this month our overall mix went down. You can't do it. But in digital you can. Okay. You can keep testing until you get there. That's you don't have to be right you can test your way to right.
4: Makes sense. It's I just, liberating. I just wanted to make sure you know, you're the professional about branding and stuff, you know, so I just wanted you'll to. You'll appreciate
3: this, brother. I really don't think I'm such a professional. I think that I just really care about growing my business. Okay. You know what I mean, it's like, it's, you know, I don't feel any true, like I, I feel confident, because I've been doing it for a long time, I feel good, at, I have a good track record. Yeah. You really know your industry. You know the adjective that will click in a video. I just want to push you in a position to do it.
4: (laughs) So, so, you know, I grew up whenever, I grew up in Mississippi, and we didn't have internet and cell phones and all that kind of crap whenever I was growing up. That's right. So, you know, and, and I've always been trained, you know, that you don't advertise that you're trying to sell a new system. You always want to get in the door. So is it better nowadays to advertise selling a new system, like trying to get the sale off of Facebook or advertising, or is it better to get the free or to get the service call and to uh, have your technician sell it while they're there? What do you think is? Uh,
3: I think both. You know, again, th- this is where you know your nuances better. I actually tend to a business like yours feel that it is a gateway drug to the human interaction.
4: Okay.
3: But I also think there's cool things you can do. I've always always, my whole life, especially in repair, and I know everyone's in different shit, always wanted to build a service business that actually, not just claimed, had a whole concept of we don't want you to ever use us because most people are undereducated and don't realize, I always thought about this for car dealerships, like, like there's a lot of people on earth that don't realize they just had a change their spark plug. And I thought a great brand positioning was we are going to do constant free seminars to teach you things so you don't use us. And then through that, you would build such brand and reputation that every time when people didn't use you, that you would win that game. So, for example, with your service providers, maybe you're doing group education things or who knows? There's so many things you can do.
4: So, so one of the kids today said that, you know, build something that stands out against your competitors. So we offer free service calls, we offer free diagnosis, we don't charge a diagnosis call, but we spend a lot of money on training
3: so that when we get there we can um, capitalize on the sale. I've talked to you for three minutes and all I want is for one of my video people, I want Nima to come over, film you talking about your business for eight minutes and run that as Facebook ads. Really? I mean, most people in this room are playing a game of brand trust. You know, you're talking for four minutes. I'm like, I trust this fucker.
4: <laughs>
3: no, I mean it. I don't know what else to tell you. Like,
4: I, I, just, I just try my best to, to take care of our customers. I, and I always I say, understand. don't chase the dollar. Chase the customer. You want to provide five-star service every time. And it's
3: my belief that you should put out that video 437 different ways, 437 times, and you'd be stunned what it would mean to your business. Because what's cool about Facebook is that video can run on top of an ad that has a click to call button right there on the spot. No friction. Back to billboards, because I love them because I used to do them too. I got to remember it. Luckily, I commute the same time. By the fourth time, I fucking get it. I'm like, all right, it's that. Then I go to Google with a Facebook ad. The second you compel me with your Southern charm, I'm hitting the call button and I'm talking to one of your technicians. It's true. No friction.
4: I, I get that all the time about my Southern accent. <laughs> I bet you do.
3: Can, you stop, talk? Can you stop talking? I'm about to start dating you.
4: <laughs> Get that a lot too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> All
0: right, man. That's that's it, Gary. Um, thank you. Listen. Wow, thank you for your candor. <laughs> um, I don't know. Everybody, wanna, let's go ahead and give Gary another big round of applause too, because that was fantastic. That was a clinic. Thank you. So, uh, just, yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Listeners. Thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not, we really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, We have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, It's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.